coming up. See, sometimes we don't come to that place in our life with our issues, with our challenges. We're like, God, I'll serve you if you come through. But they concluded, whether if you don't even come through, God, I ain't, I ain't serving nobody else. God, if, it, if, 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 if I don't get healed, I'm still going to serve If If I don't, whatever it is that you were praying for, if you don't say yes to that, I'm still going to serve Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. For followers of Jesus Christ, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior marked the beginning of eternal life with God. In this four-message series, It's Not Over, learn more about living in God's will in practical ways. Here's Pastor Rob with the second message in the series, Against All Odds, Part 2. We'll be using the story, familiar story um, surrounding the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and... Abednego and look what happened here he was serious he was saying you know he wasn't like like uh I'm gonna consider you know suspending you you know I'm gonna fire you that's what Nebuchadnezzar said he was serious no he meant no literally <laughs> he was you know yeah he was he was literally gonna fire them not just, you know, in their employment. No, he was going to fire them. Look what happened in the story, right? Uh, uh, Daniel 3.6, he said, Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. <laughs> yeah, he was intent on firing whoever didn't agree with him. All right, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to see some of us, some of us, uh, things ain't gone well on the job for a long time. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you understand how you can stay in God's will on your job if you realize it's not over. And so he says, I'm going to throw you in the furnace. And notice he's going to fire them for something, as I said, that had nothing to do with the work. This is, this is an important aspect here because sometimes we get an attitude or we have a mindset on the job that that ain't got nothing to do with the work, so I ain't going to worry about it. Well, I think you need to think about it if your boss is serious about firing you. <laughs> even though it has nothing to do with the work. <laughs> you need to do some evaluation of, you know, where you're going to stand on this issue because he was serious. Number three, it's not over when your coworkers conspire to get you fired. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's not over when your coworkers conspire to get you fired. Daniel 3, 8 through 12 says, At this time, some astrologers came forward and denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, May the king live forever. Sound like somebody you know? They, you know, they're, they're 
glorifying and praising the boss. And um, it, it reads on. They said, King Lift Forever, verse 10, your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipes, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold. And that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. What it says, it said, they, need, they neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. It had nothing, nothing to do with the work. But they pointing the finger, they, they not listening to you. They don't care about you. And going to the boss and telling the boss about it so the boss would be against you and want to fire you. Number four, it's not over when your boss schedules an emergency evaluation meeting. It's not over when your boss schedules an emergency evaluation meeting. Daniel 3.13 says, furious with rage, furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. So their co-workers went and told him about them. And, and so now he's like, what? They didn't what? He says, oh, I need to bring them in for a meeting. And so he calls them in for a meeting. And he's hot. Remember, this is the guy who had some folks executed because they couldn't tell him the dream he had and interpret the dream. And he's mad. And he calls them in because they didn't bow down and worship this image. You ever had an emergency evaluation meeting? Uh, and you ever got notice of it on Friday, late Friday? And then you had to think about it all weekend, wondering what's going to happen on Monday. Y'all, I'm telling you, see, this, 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 this stuff will apply to our lives. I'm, I'm trying to help you because all week you, so I, hopefully the next time that happened on, on Friday, when you get the message, you just tell yourself, what? It's not over. On Saturday, you tell yourself, what? On Sunday, you tell yourself, and then you go in on Monday knowing no matter what happens, it's not over. Some of us can't even worship on Sunday because we got this thing hanging over our head. The boss want to meet with me on Monday. And it's just, it wasn't that evil. Why you wait to Friday to tell me? And how, you intentionally wanted to ruin my weekend, didn't you? And so he calls an emergency meeting. And so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their relationship with God is strong. And so they had the right mentality. 
in verse in uh, number five, write this down. Uh, it's not over when your leader thinks he's more powerful than God. It's not over when your leader thinks he or she is more powerful than God. Daniel 3, 14 and 15 says, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, they're in this evaluation meeting now, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? He basically saying, is it true you don't agree with me? Right? <laughs> and uh, in verse 15, now when you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, the pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then... What God will be able to rescue you from my hand? <clears throat> he says, it ain't possible, brother. This, this is it. He's saying, if you don't do this, it's over for you. Because there ain't no God that can rescue you from my hand, he said. Y'all hear the arrogance? You ever experience that kind of arrogance in somebody? It's important that you realize it's not over because you might get arrogant and say or do something that's outside of God's will if you're not thinking properly. So Nebuchadnezzar declared that I'm more powerful than your God. We got to know that ain't nobody more powerful than our God. And we got to live it out in our lives. It's like, yeah, but this is an this is a this is an opportunity of the world. I'm trying to really want to get this job, or I really want to get into this school, or I really, you know, don't don't <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's an opportunity you have, but nobody's more powerful than your God. And number six. It's not over when, when uh, you stand up to your boss through relationship with God. It's not over when you stand up to your boss through relationship with God. And I, I put that relationship there because sometimes we're standing for some stuff that don't really make sense. I told y'all a story before when I, I was a young man and I was trying to prove my manhood and I was called myself standing up. Almost got suspended for three days trying to stand up for something stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, I figured it was important to me. I was like, you know, I'm a man. You know, I, I told y'all the story. I, we, 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 we rotated positions. You know, I worked on assembly line. And so we learned five, six jobs. And so I was scheduled to be on this job today. My team leader was out, and so we had a substitute team leader and group leader. My group leader was out, and we had a substitute, and they said, Robert, we need you to go on that job. And I was saying, I ain't supposed to be on that job. <laughs> Y'all feel me? I'm about 22 years old. You know, and, then, and, and they said, but, yeah, but we need you to go over here. I said, I ain't supposed to be here. Yesterday, I worked there, so I'm supposed to be here this day. <laughs> Y'all, <laughs> I was... And, and they said, well, Robert, now, 
All this time we're talking, the line ain't running. Y'all, y'all understand? The, the, the assembly line is not running. Okay, we're not building no, nothing. It's like stopped. And we having this conversation. And I'm going like, no, I ain't supposed to be over there. Y'all, y'all. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I told myself. I said, you know what? They ain't going to treat me like that. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I was like, what you talking about? That's just not right. You know, I, who they think I am? And so they said, Robert, and then they said, well, Robert, well, we're going to ask you one more time. <laughs> we need you to go on that job. And I had already done some calculations in my head, so I thought. I said, well, the worst thing that can happen, they'll send me home. You know, maybe I'll get one day suspension. I'll take that because I'm a man. Oh, this is really going on in my mind. I'm being honest with you. I'm a man. They ain't going to treat me like this. So they said, right, okay. And they walked me down to HR. That's human resources. <laughs> and to my benefit, the, one of the lead human resource reps knew my father real well. And so we're sitting in the room, emergency evaluation. <laughs> And, uh, and, and they tell him what happened. And then my, the, the guy that knew my father, he just looked at me. He gave me one of them looks like, <laughs> like, really, Robert? And I read the look. I was like, oh, he can't help me either. <laughs> and so I read that, and I was like, okay. This water a little deeper than I thought it was. Okay. And so I said, and then they said again, so Robert, we're going to ask you one more time. Are you going to go on that job? I said, yeah, I'll go on the job, but. <laughs> you know, and, and so um, I walked out of there, went on the job, I did the job, and then around lunchtime or so, a uh, human resource rep came out to talk to me and explain to me you know, with my young mind. I'm, you know, see, this is the thing. This is why young folk, young folk need us. Because we were, we, were, we were pretty stupid when we thought we knew something. And I thought I had figured it out. I thought I had read the union contract. I had it all figured out. And then the, the seasoned union rep, I mean, HR rep came and sat me down, and we talked, and he explained to me why they couldn't solve the problem right then. And I was looking for a resolution right now. He says, well, Robert, you know, we, we had the substitutes here. We was no way we was going to figure this out in the moment. And the time, the line was down. And, you know, we just needed you. You needed to do that. And, and then... Yeah, it caused the company money. He gave me a new perspective on the whole picture. All I was thinking was, you know, y'all doing me wrong. Y'all ain't going to keep doing me wrong. <laughs> I ain't putting up with that. And so, and, and then once he explained to me, the light bulb went off. I went, oh, just like I felt like I was in a pickle, they were in a pickle too. And they had to make sure the line ran. For they pickle, I was standing up for my manhood. They was trying to keep business going so I can have a job. And I realized that 
that I was in, you know, I just wasn't thinking clearly. That's why young folk, they need us. They may not act like it. They may talk back to us and say some stupid stuff. But you, we got to know as being more seasoned in life that, yeah, they, don't, they, they just don't understand. Let me help them understand. And if the guy in HR wasn't a friend of my father, I would have been gone. And then I went back and looked at the, the, the conduct rules a little far closer, and I said, oh, I could have been suspended for three days. My wife wouldn't have stood for that. <laughs> you know, that's three days of not getting paid. I said, no, nah, that ain't going to work. And I realized that I had miscalculated everything <laughs> about this scenario. And it was a, really a life lesson for me. And so I felt like my back was against the wall, and I called myself standing up. And it had nothing to do with God. I wasn't standing up. It was just me. And that's why I put here that you're standing up not for your own subjective, selfish reasons. You're standing up because you're standing on some principles of God. It has to do with your relationship with God, not your relationship with your own ego. And so they, they stood up for that. And so they said to him, Daniel 3, 16 and 18, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this manner. I'm going to stop right there. They, they right there said, you know, God, you're, you're our defender. We're not going to defend it ourselves, you you are, you fight our battles. We're going to glad you see what's happening. It's your battle. It ain't, it ain't ours. See, some of us, they're right there. We need to take that. We need, there's some battles we're fighting now, and we, we're fighting it. We're fighting. We haven't given it over to God yet. And, so, and they said, we don't have to defend ourselves here. It reads on, verse 17, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. He will deliver us from your, your majesty's hand. Look how they're reasoning. He said, God is able. They said he will. But then 18, they said, but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Do you guys see the commitment and the resolve? And here, and I'm, I'm in, the, the scripture doesn't say this, but I'm inclined to believe the reason they didn't get fired or burn up <laughs> was because they had decided, <clears throat> excuse me, they had decided that if God doesn't deliver us, we still ain't going to do it. Y'all, y'all, we need to get this in our spirit. <laughs> And I think that's what activated their salvation in this matter, is that they were going to worship God no matter what happened. Even if the worst happened, we weren't going to serve nobody else. And when they made that decision, I think that's what changed, that's what made God say, I'm coming down. I'm going to do something about this. See, sometimes we don't come to that place in our life and with our issues, with our challenges. 
of like, we're like, God, I'll serve you if you come through. But they concluded, whether if you don't even come through, God, I ain't serving nobody else. God, if, it, if, 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 if I don't get healed, I'm still going to serve you. If, if I don't, whatever it is that you're praying for, if you don't say yes to that, I'm still going to serve you. We ain't at that place. It's like, God, God, you, in our spirit, we're really thinking, you know, if you don't do this, God, I don't know. <laughs> That's not where they was. They say, God, we're going to serve you no matter what happens. Good or bad, I'm still going to serve you. And so look what happened. Number eight. <clears throat> oh, um, it reads on. Um. Yeah, okay, number seven. I'm sorry. Um, number seven, it's not over when your boss fires you. Before he or she says, they say I'm going to fire you. No, he actually fired him now. Right? Daniel 3, 23 to 25 says, and these men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. They got fired. The king, Nebuchadnezzar, leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound, unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. God himself shows up in the fire. And they in the fire and not being harmed. You ever been in the midst of a fiery situation? But there was like a protection around you. You, you kept your mind. You didn't get frustrated, overwhelmed by the situation. And they were in this fire, <clears throat> but God was with them. And they didn't, they weren't harmed at all even after getting fired. Look at God, what God can do. This is why we have to take the mindset and the position that it's not over. I'm going to serve God no matter what happens in my life. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever. I'm going to serve God. They made their mind up. And then number eight, it's not over. <clears throat> it's not over when your boss orders Gives you orders after you were fired, after firing you. It's not over when your boss gives you orders after, you, after firing you. Daniel 3.26 says, Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out, come here. I'm going to pause right there for a minute. <laughs> so he fired them. After firing them, he's, now he's still trying to tell them what to do. <laughs> get this he said he, he, he fired them sent them into the furnace now he's yelling he's shouting saying come out come here 
Now, I, wanna, I want you to tie this to some practical stuff that can happen in your life. You, you get fired and your, your boss send you an email or send you a text giving you an order, like, to bring your key or something. Yeah, it was like, I, I, you know, they, they fired you already. It's like, you know, I, and, you know, if you don't bring, you, you, you need to bring that key back. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, this is this is this is a lesson. This is a lesson here. Okay, I want I want you to walk through how you how you gonna feel. You're thinking, you know, you can't tell me what to do. You fired me. What you order me around for? See, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't have that mindset. They weren't going tit for tat. They didn't they didn't let the actions of someone else dictate how they were going to act. And so it says here, it goes on to say, so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. <laughs> he ordered them to come out after firing them, and they came out. I want, I want to just sit on that a little bit. Sit on that a little bit. See, here is they didn't come out. Because he ordered them to come out. Look what Colossians 3.23 says. Whatever you do, work at, with, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. See, here's the point. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar was never really their boss anyway. God was their boss. They lived as if they was working for God. So instead of saying to Nebuchadnezzar, the nerve of you to tell me what to do after firing me, you know, I, and you just going to not come out. You just, see, see, some of us would just stay in the fire. <laughs> uh, no, really, think about this. We've seen it in our life. We just would have stayed in the fire. He's like, I ain't going out there. He, he just fired me. Now he's trying to tell me to come out. I'm going to sit right here. I ain't going to go out. <laughs> just stay in the fire. Y'all, yeah, now look. Now, we've seen people do this. We've seen people do this and just out of spite not do something that they should do. If they need their key back, take them their key. Y'all get this? Just, just give them the key. It's like, what's the big deal? If you're serving God, not them, you're not serving them anyway. It's not over. It's not over. I'm serving God. I'm trying to help my fellow man. I know they need the key. It's the only key they have to that room. You know that, right? And so you're going to hold on to it just because you got fired and have an attitude, and I'm just going to keep it so they, they ain't going to have to get they gonna have to call a locksmith to get into the room now. So ha, 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 back on you. <laughs> y'all, y'all, yeah, yeah. Y'all get this? This is not the mentality of a servant of God who wants to impact and change the world. And like I said, some of us would have just stayed in the fire. <laughs> you know, just on GP. I ain't coming out because you said come out. And it was stupid to stay in the fire. But some of us have done some stupid stuff on just because... Somebody did something to you, and so I ain't going to do it because you did that, so I'm just going to, you know, I ain't going to pay my bills. You know, I ain't going to pay child support because you, and then your kid don't get what they need because you mad at mama. 
Ja. They came out. Look what happened in Daniel 30, Daniel 3.30. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. So they got their job back and got a higher job. Y'all see, see, some of us miss out on the blessing because we got an attitude uh, and we saying, I ain't going to do it just because. And you may be missing out on a blessing. So they came out and the boss promoted them, rehired them, and promoted them. Because here's the key. The key is this. They weren't serving him anyway. They were serving the living God and trying to do the very best they could for God as if God was their boss. That's when the blessing and why the blessing comes. Amen. 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 God bless you. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I've made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. So when I understand it's not over, it helps me operate in faith so that whatever I do, say, or think is in faith, not in my feelings, not in my opinion. It's in faith. Thank you for listening.